Welcome to Short Talks from the Hill, a podcast from the University of Arkansas. My name is Delaney Bartlett. In this episode, Stavros Kavouras, professor in the College of Education and Health Professions and director of the Hydration Science Lab, discusses his research on hydration. Hi, Dr. Kavouras. Hi, thank you for the invitation. It's uh, my pleasure and my honor to be here. Well, thank you for coming. So can you talk a little bit about how important hydration is? And of course, the, the age-old question, how much water should we be drinking? Hydration is very important. Uh, I think the easiest way to make people understand how important it is, it's our bodies made out of water, mainly out of water. It's about 60% of our bodies water. And actually, when you look at kids and newborns, uh, that percentage is even higher. We cannot survive without water for more than maybe five, six, seven, eight days versus we can uh, make it with water and without anything else, and we can make it for probably a month and a half, maybe two. Wow, that is that is pretty important. So how much water should we be drinking per day? Uh, this is a great question, and actually there is not a perfect answer. Uh, and the reason is our daily needs for water vary depends on some important factors. So one of them is uh, the weather, how warm is the weather, so uh, down here in Arkansas that it's uh, warm and humid, especially during the summer months, uh, we might have significantly higher water need. The other factor which is also very important is physical activity. So uh, the answer would be completely different if you talk to somebody who has completely sedentary lifestyle in a cold environment versus if you compare it to one of our uh, football players uh, that they exercise in the heat for multiple hours and uh, that their water needs could be three, four, or even five times higher. Unfortunately, the hydration science and, and the research on hydration has been ignored for many decades. And as a response, we haven't really established uh, dietary guidelines for water to the extent that we have for almost every other nutrient. So to really answer your question, based on those guidelines that we have right now, uh, for adults, males and females, uh, for adults the total water intake is about 3.7 liters, which is close to a gallon of water. And for females is a little bit less, it's 2.6 uh, liters per day. Uh, one clarification that I would like to make is that amount includes, it's called total water intake. So it includes water that we don't see sometimes because it is within the food. So it's all the water included in every solid food and in every beverage. So this is a total volume. And, and this seems to be a sufficient amount for most people. But in general, um, when you drink, I would say somewhere around uh, probably eight to ten uh, glasses of water. So at this hydration science lab, you're actually studying it as opposed to just looking at what the averages are of what people drink. Um, so can you talk a little bit about some of the more recent discoveries that you've made about hydration? We are studying some um, specific things that, that I believe that they're groundbreaking in, in the association between water intake and health. Uh, more specifically, uh, we have recently 
published a study showing that low water intake, and I'm not talking about people that they don't drink any water, just people that they just drink small amount of water, uh, they can have negative effect in their ability to regulate blood glucose. And, and you know that problems with blood glucose regulation, or to use the, later, the layman's term of, of what it means, or diabetes, mm-hmm. uh, or, or pre-diabetes. So what, what we found is that if you're not drinking enough water, your body has more difficulty to regulate glucose. I know that uh, there are a lot of people who um, think that things that they drink can actually have a negative effect on their hydration. I've heard that like alcohol or coffee can actually cause you to become dehydrated. Is that true? Uh, for alcohol, it is absolutely true. Okay. When, we drink, uh, when we drink alcoholic beverages, uh, that suppresses actually the, the right hormone that I just told you then, the diuretic hormone. Um, and, and that will increase diuresis. So by drinking alcohol, uh, we have greater urinary output. Oh. And um, whoever hangs out in the bars often, they know that the line in the bathroom is usually very long. And it's a response not because you drink a lot of fluids, but also the alcohol has diuretic effect. Some of the side effects that you have, like headache, etc., are associated with the dehydration. Coffee is a little bit different, actually. Uh, coffee could have a diuretic effect in a higher level of consumption. Uh, we also published a study, actually, just a few months ago, where we examined the effect of uh, caffeine in the form of coffee. So coffee ingestion and how coffee, effect, coffee intake affects acutely, at least, your water balance. And we found that if you take large amount of coffee, uh, coffee that will have about uh, 400 milligrams of caffeine, approximately, seems to have a diuretic effect. But if you have low consumption of coffee, it would not have diuretic effect. So in, in practical terms, if you have one or two cups of coffees, you're probably okay. Well, that's if you do have four <laughs> or more, then you're getting into the diuretic effect of caffeine at least acutely. That's good to know. And um, I, I see that you studied with the researcher who, um, who came up with the the chart that can show how your urine can can tell us a little bit about your hydration is, is that is that really something that people can can use on a day-to-day basis to monitor if they are well hydrated or not yes th- this uh, this is a, a very good example actually of practical example and how can people take home what we study in a laboratory and and try to apply it in day-to-day situation uh, I did my PhD actually with uh, Professor uh, Lawrence Armstrong from University of Connecticut, uh, who came up with this idea based on simple observations. You know, when you do hydration studies, most of the time we collect urine samples. And he had observed that darker urine seems to be associated with more dehydrated people or dehydrated samples. Uh, so indeed, he did the, the first validation study. We did another study. Uh, that we published last year here in the University of Arkansas, where we validated this color chart in children. And we found that when your urine is concentrated, when your urine looks dark, is a, is a very good indication that you need to drink more water. So, so uh, relatively clear 
looking urine it should be a good indication that you're in, in a good hydration state. So on the other side of the equation, is it possible to drink too much water? The answer is yes, it could be, but it is extremely difficult to really do something. You have to really try very hard to drink that much that could be dangerous or it could be bad for you. Uh, your body has this magnificent ability to regulate water balance. So if you drink too much, your body will get rid of the extra water. Uh, in some very rare occasions, if you drink that much, you can potentially exceed your maximum kidney's ability to excrete extra water, and you can develop what is called uh, water intoxication, or the scientific term is dilutional hyponatremia, uh, which is quite difficult to develop. I think the concern in my, in my mind is that majority of people do not drink as much as they have to. And to be more specific, uh, we have national data from the United States, and we know that more than 50% of children have very concentrated urine, indicating that they're underhydrated. Uh, we have data that they show that one in four children in America never drink water. We know that three-quarters of American kids consume more than one soft drink per day with all the implications to body weight regulation, diabetes, tooth decay, etc. Uh, when we look at the data with older adults, that they are more vulnerable to dehydration. We know that older adults do not get thirsty, and when they get thirsty, they drink less. So, so there are a lot of implications, uh, at least in those cases, in younger people and in older adults as far as water intake and health. And, and I think all it takes is to be a little bit more careful with how much you drink, and I think you can use uh, simple tricks that you can you can do to to improve your hydration. Have water with you, like if you, especially if you work in an office, just make sure you have a glass of water with you so you can see it and it's easier to drink. And and if you don't go to the bathroom for too many hours, then this is a a flag that you can use that you probably need to drink more water. So thank you for coming and sharing all of this with us. Thank you, my pleasure. <laughs> Music for Short Talks from the Hill was written and performed by Ben Harris, guitar instructor at the University of Arkansas. For more information and additional podcasts, go to KUAF.com or researchfrontiers.uark.edu, the home of research news at the University of Arkansas.